to another episode of Jake's Review Corner, the podcast where amateur fans voice their opinions on movies, TV, and anything pop culture, from blockbuster hits to trashy cult classics. I'm your host, Jacob Daniel, and as you guys know, it's October something, so you know what that means. We are officially in spooky season. To celebrate the occasion, we are taking a look at one of the most horrifying movies of the year, Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna introduce my guests, who are both alumni to the show, coming back. He loves to sing in the shower while his girlfriend makes him pizza bites. It's Chase! <laughs> That's me. I didn't think that was the direction he was going with it. <laughs> this man aspires to be an extra in a major motion picture one day. It's Sean. <laughs> I can't deny that, I guess. <laughs> and sadly, Assistant Allison is not in the room today. Let our prayers be with her. She's not struggling. Maybe. I don't know. What <laughs> she's not dead. She's not dead. I don't know what else. As far Allison as we know. To. As far as we know. She's not struggling. She's just dead. Based on the 2015 musical, Dear Evan Hansen is an abomination of everything that makes a musical, at least according to one person's Twitter. <laughs> now, I'm in the room with two theater majors who have politely decided to give me their own opinions on this atrocity. So I'm going to hand Damn. it over to Chase because Chase actually has a little history with uh, Dear Evan Hansen. I, I do. Uh, Shut up, Chase. And no, that's it. That's all I get. Um, Chase is like, I saw the show and it really moved me one day. It did. I saw it in New York and I was like, this is sick. And so um, I got to see it with the original cast, like Ben Platt and Mike Laura Dreyfus. Mike Feist. Yeah, Mike Feist, all them, who's in the new West Side Story movie. Um, and... Uh, I was like, I want to audition for this show. So then my senior year of high school, I saw an audition notice on Broadway World. And I'm like, I'm going to audition. And I ended up getting a call back. So like, whenever the movie, nothing came out of that. And Sean went up there with me for that. Um, but uh, whenever the movie was coming out, I was like, this is going to be sick. And then I saw the trailer and <laughs> Ben Platt looked like a 40-year-old alien. <laughs> and I was like, damn. Hey, he looks like a high schooler. He has curly hair. And as you know, <laughs> I mean, all high schoolers have curly I hair. I didn't think it was... We are three examples. Yeah, I like... <laughs> you know, I think it just holds a special place in my heart. Like a nostalgic thing. I don't think it's the best thing in the world. But like something about it just... It touches me deep down. No, I think, I think it's a great Broadway musical. I love Dear Evan Hansen. Dear Evan Hansen is probably like the first Broadway show I listened to all the way through and it's weird because of how i like discovered the show so uh, during the summer of 2018 i was working at a summer camp and there was a kid there who was super in i'm saying kid but this guy's like 30 <laughs> 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 kind of like ben flat but he's really into like uh musical theater and he was playing these songs all the time over our big like radio systems so, I mean, like, Waving Through the Window just became, like, a bop for all of us. I mean, I sang it on car rides. We were all listening to it, like, at campfires. Like, our campers knew it. It became an unofficial, like, camp song during 2018. And then you have, like, For Forever, which is also a good song. But, I mean, it was kind of my gateway into, like, actually giving, like, musicals a shot. And, I mean, I like the show, and I like it. I like the songs, and I, like, ended up actually, like, watching the Broadway show 
on YouTube. The slime tutorials. Super, like, super bad. Oh, yeah. <clears> when, <throat> me too. Uh. When all these, like, Broadway shows are put under, like, different titles on mm-hmm. YouTube. Oh, my God. Lonely um, Kid Slime Tutorial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching, um, oh, my God. They had, at, someone had pirated Adam's Family 2 on YouTube the other day, and it was under, no, dude, it was under the title of Emo Goth Girls Vacation. Yes. <laughs> that's a fair, okay. I was like, that's a little wow. too on the, the nose. The musical pirating scene's wild on YouTube. It'll just be like slime tutorial playlist and have like, like two six. hour long videos. Yeah. <laughs> So Sean, what you have any history with the show? Chase Chase obviously said he auditioned um, for it. I didn't know you guys knew each other in high school. Oh, so no, I didn't get the callback till my freshman year of college, yeah. and then oh, they were okay. holding an open call at the same time. And so what happened was Chase Chase did an uh, audition for it in high school for the open call, but Chase got a callback for it actually, which is super impressive. Just coming out of high school, freshman year he told me about it, and I wasn't doing anything at the time, and I was kind of like. You know what? Yeah, I want to go. I'll just open call too. It didn't free excuse also go to New York. And you're you're kind of like a little bitch boy, so you're like I can play Evan. No, actually, but <laughs> Green hey, Man. hold on, man. Green Man. Oh <laughs> my God, we gotta talk about that. <laughs> I actually was too tall to play Evan when I went there because they said they had like a height thing and like what? Evan couldn't be tall than five eleven. I, yeah. like, I feel like I was like, six now, foot tall. But now like Taylor Trench who played him's like six, six two, five, six like four. He's tall. I feel like tall lanky people have problems making friend. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say, Jacob? I don't know. You're not as tall as Linky as some of the kids what? I went to high school with. There was a man oh, at these auditions who was wearing a suit and his skin was green, green. like lime green. <laughs> we come what? back to school and there's this guy at Reinhardt who's like, Did you see my friend there? And we're like, What does he look like? And he was like, Green. We're like, What? what? <laughs> Why is he green? We don't know. We don't know, bro. It's just like a weird like tint of green across like, his skin. Like it looks skin. like he got bruised all the way up. Like imagine. I if feel that... like we're making fun of some skin condition. Well, dude, but like that guy got like casted as like Evan Hansen. I would be like, yep, I understand. I wonder how the yeah, I know why this him, kid gets bullied. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's really my only like dude, connection to it. My though, thing I with guess. this, uh, my thing with this musical was. Oh my gosh. So, like I said, 2018, we're listening to the musical at camp. And, like, I realized that it's the guy from Pitch Perfect who's, like, oh, the, yeah. like the main singer. Because mm-hmm. I only knew Ben Platt as Benji from the freaking oh, Pitch yeah. Perfect trilogy. And, like, I, I became a fan pretty much. Like, I downloaded most of his songs. I watched The Politician, which, like, some people say is Actually, unwatchable. Yeah, I, I haven't watched that yet. It's, it's, I don't think it's not. It's, too terrible. No, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. I think it's really good. It's Ryan Murphy, like so you gotta expect oh, like Ryan what it's Murphy. gonna be like. You're like making horror story. With Ryan Murphy, you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, a lot the of prom movie. A, <laughs> a lot of people. My favorite thing about Ryan Murphy is like people will talk about American Horror Story. I'll be like, yeah, how do you feel about Glee? And they're like, oh, hate Glee. And I was like, yeah, it's the same person. And they're like, no way. You can tell is, too. Like they're everything he does is all over the place. Oh yeah. Over-exaggerated. Oh, my gosh. Well, like, speaking of Ryan Murphy, man, it's like his catalog of movies, oh, his movies and TV shows are so weird because it's like it's Glee and then it's American Horror Story and then it's Hollywood and then it's Ratchet. Yeah. Did anyone watch Ratchet? I feel like I no, didn't watch that. I heard of it. I, no one, I feel it. like no one watched Ratchet and it's literally a prequel series to, to like... One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, right? I know. That's a, that's a good reason to not watch it then. 
You don't, you, you don't need a prequel to that. Anyway, enough about major filmmaker and television producer Ryan Murphy. We need to get back to Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know, yeah, so, Ryan Murphy. So I was pretty excited for this movie adaption, especially because I saw it in the Heights this summer, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is going to be the year where we get two like standout musicals. Well, there's two more coming out, too. Oh, yeah. Well, what else is coming tick, out? Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Tick, Tick, Boom looks great. You That's the one song of my yet? favorite. 3090? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love Jonathan Larson. Like, mm-hmm. I, I love Tick, Tick, Boom as, like, a musical on stage, so I'm so excited to see it as a movie. Dude, Andrew Garfield can freaking sing, I didn't even man. know Andrew Garfield could sing. Right? Mm-hmm. I think he went to, like, the Royal Academy in London, and they can all, like, Royal just kill Academy it. Academy in London. Probably. Could be wrong right? about that. But. I don't know. And then there's also West Side Story. So though. I'm going to ask it. Was Ben Platt being cast back in the role as Evan Hansen a perfect role or are people being too hard on Ben? I think it's. I think people are a little too hard on him yeah. personally. I think he plays the role very well. He sings the role probably one of the best like you ever hear it. Like emotionally. I don't mean like just because he's a great singer. But like if you see like how he does it. Like when, like when you watch like the... Broadway bootleg and stuff like that, and then now you watch the movie. He does put a lot of emotion still into his singing, so I, I he does think, it very well. And I think you did a good job at like from the Broadway version. It's very like screamy and like cry like outward emotion. I think in the movie he did a good job until words fail, which like calls for that outward emotion. Yeah. I think he did a good job like pulling back on some of his choices. Yeah, like we listened to the the opening song in the movie, which is "Waving Through a Window." Yeah. We, when you listen to like even just a Broadway cast recording, he makes it still very emotional, like he's on stage. Whereas in the movie, it sounds so much better. And I guess it's, it's more because, conversational. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a big point that but, was very nice in the movie. I don't know. My one thing is like a lot of like people were trying to cancel Ben because he's obviously like 27 playing yeah. a high schooler. But I'll bring it up. And like I've said it before, I like Outer Banks. Outer Banks is a fun show, I really enjoy it. Chase Stokes is 27 years old, and he plays a 16-year-old mm-hmm. John B. Now, so what's the difference with 27-year-old Ben playing Evan? It's probably all that face makeup. Yeah. Well, I also guess it's a setting and like the like the context of what it's like what the movie's discussing. Compared. Yeah, I don't know Outer Banks, but I can't compare. But, but let's also think about the fact that Ben Platt's dad produced this movie. Oh Mark. yeah. So Mark Platt. Ooh. Yeah. That's well, the big problem, like the nepotism. So we got Mark Platt produced Wicked, produced like shit ton of movies drive like most of the oh, yeah. a lot of big movies and a lot of the big musicals produced by mark platt not saying ben platt's not talented but like i felt like it was like it's like oh daddy's going to make me a movie <laughs> and like in your in, in your german accent yeah well it's like one of those where it's like i i see that but ben also like you know he oriented to, yeah. i didn't say that right he he was the original guy who played yeah. the role. Like you know, I th- and I, I think there would have been equal outrage if he didn't play the role. Well, and a lot of people like that's a lot of people assume that's like Ben Platt's like big character. Like that's who he's gonna be like resonated with the yeah. rest of his life. Well, that's what kind of did get him. Well, I mean, Pitch Perfect kind of started that, but at the same time, as yeah, but theater no one, people... I'm going like to be the- honest. No one remembers yeah. Benji from Pitch Perfect in the theater hey. world. He was bigger just because he like. We he was in Book of Mormon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff he was like that. But... Who's in Book of Mormon? Yeah, yeah, so yeah he, like, was he was in the original Chicago cast. Really? And they put so then like I Look think up, he was man. like Look one of Josh Gad's first replacements. Who who's the who's the main star? Of... Andrew Reynolds, the original. 
uh, Elder Fries. You want to know a fun fact about that guy, Andrew Reynolds? Reynolds? Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's actually done a shit ton of voice acting. Yep. Back yeah, in the day. a lot of animes he, and stuff. He was the, yeah, so uh, he's the voice of Archie Andrews from Archie's mm-hmm. Real Mysteries, which if you don't know who Archie is, he's Riverdale Archie, mm-hmm. and this was a cartoon in the 90s. He was the narrator for Sonic X. Yep. Really? Dude, he was in Shaman King. Like, he played, uh, he played like, oh, wow. one of the main antagonists with Dude. a really bad accent. <laughs> you like, need to watch Falsettos. Andrew Reynolds is in it. It's a musical. It was a pro, pro, shot, shot, pro shot, yeah. But it's, it's so good. You'd love it. I know you'd really like that. Interesting. So, here's another big thing about the movie is the movie was released not even a month ago. The movie has only made $14 million against its $28 million budget, got released on September 24th, and is about to go to digital little under a month of being in theaters. That's, like, that's almost better than In the Heights opening weekend, though. In the Heights had like 12.8. Yeah, but the difference is, is In the Heights was immediately, you were immediately able to stream it on HBO yep, Max. That is true. And Dear this, Evan Hansen is like one of those movies that's like, nope, release. we're going the theaters. But also, if you wanted to watch it digitally like we did, you had to rent it for 20 bucks. Yeah, it was 20 bucks. I know. But I, I saw that last night because I was thinking of re-watching the movie and then I was like, 20 bucks? I went and saw this for like seven during a matinee yeah. show. It just came over at that point. <laughs> I'll just look. My well, mom was like, I, I didn't get an invite, Sean. I invite you on my show i bring you mcdonald's i uh i offer you these great ways to improve your career and you don't invite me to watch dear evan hansen in the middle of the night well i'm sorry Jacob. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> okay i forgive you <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll make sure that me aaron jamord and chase i'll invite you no next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So obviously with any adaption, things are going to change, things are going to be cut, and specifically four songs were cut and a different ending is mostly in this movie. The four songs that get cut are as Anybody Have a Map, Disappear, To Break in a Glove, and Good For You. Good For You is actually my personal favorite from this musical, so I was pretty upset that it got cut, but it's whatever, I'm moving on. Now, like I've said, Evan's age plays a big factor into this because obviously... Is he he's sixteen or seventeen? He's a senior. It's like a senior year. So I think he's seventeen. seventeen. They like, can probably pull off eighteen if they're like on the news. Yep. But like obviously Ben Platt is twenty seven, and you know I think if they had given him like a little bit of stubble, it could have worked because yeah. like I mean I had, he was saying that last night. I have stu- I had stubble in high school, but gosh, like this man looks like they lathered him down in baby grease. So he they, just waxed his face. I think they smoothed them out, and it was weird. And I think we're so used to seeing Ben Platt with like the with full beard hair, yeah. now. Well, and I'm gonna say it. Like, I think it's great that they brought back the original blue shirt. Like, what? The, what the shit is the rest of this guy's wardrobe? Like, he <laughs> looks like he belongs to a Goodwill premiere buyer. The, the, bo- the bomb mitzvah tie. That, the bo- I thought that looked weird. Mitzvah I was like, tie, I look the bomb yeah. mitzvah tie. I'm like, wait, he, what is that? Why is he always wearing like striped shirts? Like, if he's a teenager in high school and he's social anxiety, he wore a hoodie at one point. Dude, if he has social anxiety. Like in high school, and he's like 17, 18. Like, give him stop. a Thrasher's t shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were wearing. Oh, you are! <laughs> Chase is wearing a uh, Thrasher's sweatshirt right now, which tells me he probably also had social anxiety and Chase probably is a Chase is Evan Hansen. <laughs> You know, I just realized that the movie takes place probably, like, almost over a year because they graduate the end. So he probably does become, like, 18 some point through the movie. That's true. It could have easily. It's kind of like, 
It's like Spider-Man. Like, in the original source material, he's 16. But in the movies, they aged him up to 18 because obviously Tobey Maguire was not 18. Yes. <laughs> he looks 15. I think it helped that, like, Nick Dodani, the guy that played Jared, he also does not look like a teenager either, I think. I the more know. I look at him... I thought he did it first, and then Nick like, Dante, you yeah. were the best actor in this movie. He was pretty funny. Hey, don't he be shitting pretty... on Isaac Cole Powell. He didn't even <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh my god! All right, well, let's get into this train wreck, or maybe a fantastic adaption that's underwhelmed. No. How <laughs> about fantastic? I won't say fantastic. <laughs> I like how we meet Evan Hansen, which is like he's on his bed and he's trying to write his letter Today's that his therapist has day. prescribed for him to do. And he's like, today's going to be a good day. Wait a minute. No, it's not. I hate myself. Why does, yeah. he, have, why does he have a lisp? <laughs> Wait a minute, Jacob. <laughs> I don't know. Because like, ha- <laughs> Ben Platt never real like, that's one of my biggest critiques with the movie is like one moment he's stuttering, the next moment he doesn't. I understand he probably has a hard time talking to people, but like at one moment he Naruto like runs away from that him. was so like, funny. Oh, we were laughing so hard at that. Oh my gosh! Like in that scene, she's like, "I'm sorry about my brother," and he's like, "No, it's, it's, it's I, I need to go." And like arms behind the hands, like <laughs> yeah, like I bet like Mark Platt went to Ben. He's like, "Ben, you gotta act like you're a high schooler," and he's like, "Okay." And, and Naruto he, runs. He away. looks up like. Loser high schoolers, and he just sees like people Naruto running through the halls. I, I think a lot of that lies in so Stephen Levinson, the guy that wrote the script. It's, it's kind of a weak script. The more you look mm. at it, like it's the stutters are kind of built in. Very it's very cheesy writing like, with mean, subject I, matter too. I went and saw this movie in theaters. I texted you guys. I was like, yeah. I'm 15, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm 15 minutes in, and this is kind of unbearable. Wow, I actually we, liked how it opens, like though. The, we I like liked how it opens, but, like, there's a lot of, like, I'm like, this is so slow. Yeah. Just I guess in the beginning, yeah, that makes sense. It's Power play. The beginning of the movie is just Connor killing himself instead. Oh, my Well, he, interesting thing is that, I guess, you can see it more in the movie. I don't know if you saw it in the Broadway play, but the way they do in the movie kind of makes it seem like Evan is the reason he kills himself. You know what yeah, I mean? Because, yeah. because of the like, note. And stuff like that. I, I don't know if they do go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never thought that. I mean, I knew... Obviously, when we get to Connor, we'll talk about him a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. But, like, I never fully thought that. Like, so once again, one of the bigger changes is in the Broadway show, originally, does anybody have a map plays as mm-hmm. the opening number, which... I feel like a lot of people really never understood because waving through a window kind of makes more sense. That was kind of the one I was okay with that they took out out of all four of them. I feel like it would have set the, if we just had like maybe the underscore of that song, Mm -hmm. it would have set the energy a little bit more in the beginning because like, that's an energetic song. Like it's yeah. upbeat. It sets the tone. And it's sung by both the moms, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm going to be honest. I really like that song. I've really always yeah. liked that song. And I think it was a great introduction to Heidi because, I mean, Ooh, Heidi yeah. is a single mom who's working a job that is literally killing the life in her to support her anxiety-ridden teen. And obviously, not only that, but like these therapy sessions apparently cost they her They are not arm. free. <laughs> They're not free, Evan. That is a quote from the movie. Where are you going, Evan? These therapy <laughs> sessions are not free. Oh, God. And I thought that was a great introduction to Heidi in the play is that she's trying to be very upbeat. Where in this yeah. movie, she's still upbeat, but she's not singing, so. You can also yeah. tell, though, that like, throughout the movie, the drop that the job is very much we- wearing her down, so she's not as maybe they didn't the feel Maybe they were like, mm, it's not appropriate if we let her sing. She is <laughs> such a good mom. Like, she just wants the best for her kid. Julianne Moore, like, she did so great. good. Yeah. I gotta say, the mom. 
I had a guy who told me the moms were not good. I thought the moms were great in this movie. Amy I like Adams, Evan's mom a lot, personally. Amy Adams and Julianne hey, Moore. Amy, like... Amy Adams can be my mom any day. Okay, <laughs> James Kuna. James Kuna's Hold on. <laughs> Damn. So, obviously, does anybody on a map get scratched? And the opening number is waving through a window, which begins with the beginning of the movie and Evan getting dropped off to school. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Why is so many of these, like, scene numbers in the same hallway going by the same pride flag every two yep. minutes? I didn't notice that. <laughs> I saw that. that, too, like, on I the bulletin board in the background. Go back and watch it. They use the, like, they only use one hallway to, like, sing in. It's kind of annoying, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, is it, like, the same hallway as well that Connor walks through when he sings Sincerely mm-hmm. Me? So that yes! Hallway yes. It's, oh, my it's God. It's the same hallway that he walks through, Zoe walks through for it's like Requiem. And you can it's your high school, Chase. Yeah, you know, like it's just two high hallways. School. My high school is literally two hallways on top of each other. It looks like two long-ass chicken houses that are just <laughs> stacked. Also, what is up with Ben Platt when he's singing the song? He's uh, he The words go tap, tap, tap. But in the movie version, he goes tap, tap, tap. Tap, tap, tap. I don't know. I don't, yeah, wait. I don't know either. He was like, he probably looked at his dad. He's like, I want to spice it up. I want to I do something a little different. And, you know, Mark was probably like, all right, what do you want to do, Sonny Boy, since this is my movie and we can do whatever we want? And Ben was like, instead of tap, 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 I was thinking about saying tap, tap, tap. I mean, he, he could definitely do more vocally with this since it's a movie. Since yeah. It's not like just on stage, you have to do it in front of people. This is recorded. So, like, he could yeah. do more. But I, I didn't even notice that I choice I didn't notice it personally. But that was also just because we were like, oh, this isn't as bad as we thought. We thought the beginning was going to be, like, dog torture shit. for us. And we were like... Oh, yeah. Oh, that was dog. That was dog. <laughs> that was dog. <laughs> that was dog. I liked, um... I liked the intro to Jared and Zoe better in the movie. I'll be honest. Oh, yeah. Also, how about the fact that the band is playing an instrumental version of Good For You? Did you yes. guys pick up on that? Yes, dude, that was sick. That's also, like, how the band um, was, like, whenever um, the band comes in, they start playing the drums. The drum line's playing that in the background of the song. Mm-hmm. No, but I like how, like, so, obviously, while Jared is talking to Evan, Evan is just so, like, focalized on not like letting go of looking at zoe did i say that right focalized i don't know i don't think so i don't know for me dude focal just focal i don't i don't know i don't know i don't think i said that right but anyway he is staring intensely at zoe like super you know as you do in high school yeah as you do in high school i guess but my favorite thing is like evan goes to ask jared he's like hey will you like sign my cast and jared's like uh don't get it twisted we're Family, family friends. friends. <laughs> That's was, so funny. I was like, I don't know who this actor is. He, he even like, said, like, That's super disrespectful, Evan. I'm oh like, damn. God. I love it. I went, um, if you go on the Dear Evan Hansen Instagram page, like, he talks about how much fun it was to play this character and, like, the social issues. And then it, like, it ends with, also, by the way, in the movie version, Jared's gay. You're welcome. And I'm like, I like this guy. Like, he's added something yeah. different to the character. And this guy is funny. Like, there's a scene in the movie where, like, Evan goes to talk to him, and they're running, and his gym coach yells at him, and Jared just goes, fascist! <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty funny. And I think it's funny, because, like, in the musical, Jared's kind of, like, this homophobic asshole, pretty much. Like, just for, like, everyone, yeah. Yeah. His relationship with Evan is, like, strange. Him and the, Will Rowland the... play Jared completely different. Oh, yeah. Oh, power move. The yeah. next time this movie gets remade, they make him gay and homophobic. Oh, <laughs> hold like, on. Never. This is an idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have to say, one thing, though, about Jared, though, that I noticed while watching the movie is that they kind of 
didn't use him as much though. No, and that made me so mad mm-hmm. because I love what's the actor's name? I think it's Nick, Nick Dodani. Nick Dodani. Dude, he was great in this movie. He uh-huh. was my favorite character and like I don't even think he like gets fifteen minutes of screen time. He yeah. doesn't have that many lines either. He the I only think, song yeah. he really sings. And like is, he is a is secondary character, me. but like in the we'll probably get to this, but like good for you, like it's such a pivotal moment in my in my opinion in the play. And, and we they cut it. We don't get that. We don't get the relationship between Evan and Jared. You know we, all you we get, get is like dirty looks from him, which is like good. He's such a good actor. Like, right. you know, you get you get the anonymous one reprise. That's what you get. Oh my god! Fuck I don't that song. About, I don't want to talk about that song. Well, and then Connor. Well, so I'm I'm upset obviously because I've already grown attached to this sassy guy, and then enter Connor Murphy. Why did Connor blow up at Evan? Wasn't like Connor already blowing up, and then Evan started like looking yeah, he at him? W- because it's yeah. because it's because um, Isaac Cole Powell and the other people that were supposed to be a, have a big part mm-hmm. in this cast that weren't, they went up and like said some shit shit, shit to him because I guess they were bullies, yeah, but not at really. They said something to Connor, and then Connor turned around, and Evan was just looking at him. He's well, like, "Why are you looking at me?" Well. According to most parents, are you really ever a boy in high school, or are you just misunderstood? <laughs> the, the answer My is bad. you're a bully. I'm sorry. The, the answer is you're a bully, you seventeen year old dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't lead kids to kill themselves, you assholes. A note on the freaking they announced like all these big casting decisions, like on like Broadway World and like Playbill. They're like Isaac Cole Powell, who's like big Broadway name, and he's in the second part of the new American Horror Story series. Like he'll be playing a bully in this movie and he Ooh. has two lines. Hey. <laughs> and one is in the middle of a song. <laughs> hey, those two lines really moved me. They did. I, I, what but, were the two like, lines, Jacob? I don't know. <laughs> if you only say the word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there was the recording of being like, someone needed to hear this today. <laughs> someone needed to hear this today. Me, because I'm a bully and I'm such a dick. <laughs> But I like how Connor goes, you know, he goes to apologize to Evan. Evan is obviously writing his therapy note. He goes to print it out. Connor's (laughs) apologizing. He's like, hey, I noticed no one has signed your cast. I'll sign it. And Evan's just like, yeah, go for it, man. And then he finds the note. He's like, did you write this note for me to find? And I'm just sorry. But I feel like if Connor would have just read more of the note, he would have, like, honestly figured out like no yeah no this but no. you could tell he was already kind of going through it from the like yeah when they introduced was, him i think his whole character is just going through it yeah well in general we'll have to find out what happens next week oh wait no he's dead he's dead <laughs> wait sharpie? sharpie sharpie oh yeah yeah. yeah. So, so you have to talk about there's that. this line like he says do you have a sharpie and it looks like he's about to say something else so the line just does not come off right like, do you have a sharpie and then, like, they just jump cut to, like, Evan's face. <laughs> like, what the hell just He was happened? totally going to say something more and they just cut it. They just Like, they it. had to have. Terrible editing right there. Oh, my God. Well, and then, so, Evan's going crazy. He's like, well, what if... He goes on Reddit to look up. Yeah. He's like... Was that like, was so funny. I was like, what evil, like, 17-year-old goes on Reddit? Just post Con- it on Connor Instagram. Connor would. I feel like Connor would be the kind of guy to, like, post he, it everywhere. Is, is he that yeah. edgy? It yeah. Does, well, it doesn't matter. He doesn't, so he doesn't post the letter. Three days later, the parents show up at the school and they go to talk to Evan because Connor has unfortunately committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And it's Amy Adams and this other guy who I don't know. But, okay, can we just talk about the fact that, like, for the movie's sake, they changed the role to of the dad step, to accept that? I, thought that I was, was going to ask you about that, like, how you felt about that. I think it's stupid. Okay, I agree. Thank you. I think it's yeah, like. Yeah, I don't think because, it's necessary. And I think it's stupid because Amy Adams, the whole movie, is like, oh, well, 
like, you know, Larry stepped up and he was the father Connor never had. And then you get to the end of the movie and he's like, you weren't his father. You weren't yeah. his father You were there. I, I was there because I was three. This I he was think three. it was literally a device to give, for two reasons, to give Amy Adams something to yell about because she's a good screen cry actor. And then to give, uh, to make like the father-son relationship with Evan more powerful because they're like, oh, he didn't really have a son. So now like... He that makes sense, but at the same time, it disconnects him from Connor. He literally they just, just wanted the actor. Yeah, I'll they be honest. and it wouldn't make sense because Colton Ryan's white. <laughs> like, oh so yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin so Dever. It, yeah, so is Zoe. What has Caitlin Dever been in? Booksmart know. is the only thing I can think of, and yeah. she's in. Uh, have oh, you seen? Yeah. I can't think of it. It's got Steve Carell and Timothy Chalamet. Beautiful boy, <gasps> drug yes, addiction movie. She's the at the office. End. <laughs> no, not the office. You seem so like. You're like excited yes, I about love it. that movie. Yeah, the you said The Office. I love Timothy, oh, Cheater, Child. Parker, <laughs> Willy Wonka. Hey, he's seen this in Don't get bad. me started on that movie. I don't want to talk about it. Maybe Ooh. during a casual corner one day. Ooh. But I like how the parents are like, you know, he left you this note. And Evan even like tries to tell him. He's like, ah, I didn't write this note. Like, yeah. He, well, he doesn't say this. <sighs> he goes, Connor didn't write that note. Yeah. And like the parents are like, oh, no, he's in disbelief. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but if it was me, I'd just be like, no, this is my letter, your son's Okay, yeah. we've actually talked about that with a lot of points in the film, and I honestly, it, it translates into the musical as well. It's like, if people just listen to what Evan said at some point, you can, like, the song If I Could Tell Her, that's clearly not Connor talking about it's just his him sister. Creepy. It's just him being creepy. Oh, save that until we get to that, yeah. which is, that's like another, like, five, ten minutes from now, but save that, because I have, I have opinions about that creepy ass song oh yeah so evan gets invited over to the dinner and he has to make up that story because they're obviously like well how'd you know connor like can you tell us mm-hmm. any stories like please so he makes Hold he on. starts to tell the story about how he broke his arm but it's really kind of just the mom because at least in the movie from what i remember the caitlin denver does i say that right yeah okay she's saying she's like there's nothing good about him and like she doesn't seem to care and the stepdad's kind of just like there like he says stuff but he's not like really like amy adams is like into like he like she wants to know evan's experience with it i don't mm-hmm. think the stepdad at, at least at this point in the movie he wasn't really in the whole evan hansen yeah but what you're trying but what you find out later which i'll give points to um you will be found is like you show that he's like, Does care. Really, like yeah. really struggling yeah for but sure. i like how like and obviously i haven't like watch that Broadway like scene in a while. So I forgot like the parents are talking, like giving Evan those hints at like what they could have done because yep. Evan's starting to tell the story about how he broke his arm, which he climbed. What we find out at the beginning is he climbed a tree and he fell and he's telling this story and like, the parents are just feeding him the lines. Yep. Oh, you went to the Apple Orchid, which Connor loved to go to when we were younger. Oh, did you go to, to Alamode? Did you go to Alamode? Yeah, and he's yeah. like, grab Al- a scoop at a he's Alamode. He's clearly lying. And if like Zoe, if if I was Zoe, I'd be like, stop. <laughs> what exit is Alamo on? <laughs> Every moment when they were singing, I look at just be like, what if they just sat there like, why is he singing? Yeah, this we were like, us? why the fuck is this kid singing, singing in our us? house? <laughs> there's a lot. So there's just a lot of moments where like, I'm not trying to say I could have directed that scene better, but why didn't you just do a cutaway like yeah. during that whole scene of showing them like doing these things? It, like what? This I, isn't. I kind of like that he's there with the family though, because it makes sense. Like yeah, but it's you could've, mainly you could've, for the family. You could have done both because when yeah. he because they do the both at other times. For forever, you see. Like, oh yeah. Oh, the okay. Okay. Connor, I know what you like, mean. Walk over. You mean like when he's saying like the specific exa- examples? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I think that in Evan's head, at least the way I see it, like. 
he's almost building this fake friendship and he attaches onto it too because he doesn't have any real friends. So like Connor becomes like a friend. In the musical, they show it a lot better. Like he talks to Connor and like he gets to have these conversations. I was There's like dialogue between him him and Connor. Yeah, I was going to say that's another thing that got cut, which is he had... Everything Connor because had. It's a, so because it's a movie, they wanted to ground it more in reality mm-hmm. versus like in the Heights where they're like dancing on the walls and yeah. shit. <laughs> but um, no, but yeah. So one when thing that got that caught was... was the fact that Evan talks to Connor's like ghost or maybe it's just like an idea in his it's, head like it's something. not a ghost it's like an idea of his head mm-hmm. it's this false it's perspective yeah. that Evans created yeah and it really all starts right here by making up this story also for forever probably like the best song it's a good song it's one I of the it's song. one of the better ones yeah I really enjoyed it I think it's great and I think I'll, I'll be honest when I listen to it I often wish that like I could just cut out the part about him falling off the tree because I like listening to it, and yeah. I'm like going hard, and then I'm like, eh, I don't want to sing about this social anxiety kid falling out of a tree. Yeah. No, go back to the freaking like long parts of it. The lies. So Evan has successfully fooled the parents, and now he has to go to his family friend, not friend. That's disrespectful if he calls him a friend. <laughs> oh. To help him like make up these fake emails to show a friendship. We didn't even mention that uh, Jared is talking to a Brazilian supermodel. Like, oh yeah, that's a clear new line in the movie that has nothing to do with the <laughs> with the plot or anything. But he just makes it known in the beginning. Well, because it's funny. so funny. They gotta let you <laughs> know. So funny. He's gay. He's gay because that's what the actor like. The actor said his... that on social media. He's like, "Yeah, Jared's gay. You're welcome." And then, but that's the only mention. Like, I wish, like you know, maybe Jared gets a boyfriend during this movie or something. That yeah. actually would be kind of cool. Jared has a crush on Connor. Ooh, oh, shit. hold on maybe that's why you hate him in the end contact. hold on a minute okay. <laughs> Pasek and Paul do we have a script for you <laughs> the remake is gonna be crazy of this movie that already underperformed we get Ben Platt again <laughs> dear but we recast Jared, everything else <laughs> dear Jared whatever your last Klein? name is Isn't it like Klein, 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 yeah, Klein. Klein what did you guys think of the movie version of Sincerely Me it was fun I, I really it liked it funny. it's and it's definitely <laughs> it's one of like the better like parts of this movie, I feel like. It adds some levity. It's like, everything's so, like, sad and, like, overbearing in the movie. And then you get, like, Colton Ryan singing to the camera, rubbing his nipples. Like, Oh, no, yeah, I love how, I love how, in, like, the Broadway play, obviously, they're just on stage. So they don't, like, do much with it. It's just the three of them singing kind of way. Yeah, and, like, Colton, like, stands, or, like, uh, Connor stands and, like, faces the audience. Yeah, but, but in this, like, when they rewrite something, they make him, like, do the scene over. So it's, like... I like my parents. Who says that? And then they reshoot the scene, and it's like, I love my parents. Or like when he's walking through the door, if I stop smoking crack, if I stop smoking drugs, they keep doing it. I like that. I think so, that's a cool and, idea. And like, that's a great example. And that's what I liked. That's what I would have liked for for forever, you know? Yep. Like, have imagined mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Connor and it could have happened so many Because they had, they had them dance in that scene together. Col- yeah, Colin Ryan was underused as well. well. How about the fact, oh, I'm just going to mention that, which is like, so obviously, the t- if you go and you listen to the Broadway version of this song, the speaking parts are very different, where like, Evan and Jared in the movie are very much just talking, but in the Broadway version, they're singing a little bit. But how about the part where like, Connor says, if I stop smoking crack, and in the movie, Ben Platt not only screams crack, but he like voice cracks. Crack! Yeah. Crack! <laughs> 
It's uh, ironic. It's ironic. It but you know what is kind of a Word cool play. change that they did? Because he's 27. Okay, what? But a cool change, because we were just talking about how they, like, made Jared gay and, like, mm-hmm. how it's a kind of new step. You know, they changed the lines, like, not because we're gay. Like, he made, they make Jared sing that instead of both Connor and Evan. He's like, but not because we're gay. No, not because we're gay. And then they, like, cut him off with the go-karts. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. And he's just kind of, like, sad in the back, like, just well, still driving. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, anyway. well, and I like how I like how during this moment where Evan and Jared are having this fun montage of making up their emails, the freaking Murphy family is like trying, like singing about Connor's passing, singing Requiem. Oh my god! And I love that how was a weird like music well, video style shot. How it keeps like fading in, like a character, and then fading out another one. Yeah, how Zoe's fading in on this damn hallway again. <laughs> oh yeah, and then she's driving. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chase was like, is she just going to kill herself now and that's the end of the movie? <laughs> well, I like how she calls bullshit. Like, she's yeah. like, through most of this play, she calls bullshit. She's like, Connor was never nice to me. Why would he write this letter about me? And, like, but that's when, a- she, when she goes to hang with Evan, she's even like, I, you know, like. What I don't it, get it. I don't get it. Like, he never mm-hmm. treated me well. Real quick, before we get into the next song, does anyone have anything to say about Requiem? I really don't. I like how... I don't care The one thing I do... Obviously, you can't see it in Broadway shows, but the one thing I really like is how, obviously, you see these characters walking in hallways and everyone's staring at them, and it shows the real, like, Mm -hmm. second part of, like, these suicides, which is people look at you differently. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, like, you're struggling, and you want to be treated normal, and you want everything to go back to normal, but you can't because all these people know that your kid just killed themselves. Yeah. And then everyone changes the perspective on them. Yeah. And, like, I, the only thing I'll have to say about Requiem, the one part I like that you don't get in the Broadway show, because I love, like, the staging Michael Greif did. He directed, like, Rent on Broadway and Dear Evan Hansen, like, great director. Had all these screens and stuff on stage. I like how in this song, it's, like, Zoe screaming in her car, and it yeah. just looked like she's, like, yelling at the top for long. It was cheesy, but, like, I think it gives some, like, reality to, like, how like strong of an emotion is coming up in that song because i always was confused by that song well speaking of strong emotion let's get in to the next song if i could tell her if i could tell her oh my god so zoe so once again zoe comes over she calls bullshit and so evan decides to tell her all the reasons he likes her under the guise of like what connor quote unquote really thought of her and all this song did was convince me that evan is a psychopath and stalking this poor girl yeah that's what yes that's that's, it's so creepy Literally, they're, they're, like, going through the years of that they've known each other. Like, like that he's... Well, not known each other, but that he's, like, seen her. And there's, like, a shot where he's just in a hoodie standing outside like, the bus ramp. And, like, she has, like, blue hair. And then it cuts the oh, next one. And he's, so like, at scary. the dance. And he's just sitting on the beach just staring at her dancing. I'm like, what? He, like, the... He, he knows that she still fills out the quizzes that they put in those teen magazines. That's the creepiest line in that song. He's he, going well, he does his magazines. research. He does his research. He does his research. He actually broke into that house beforehand. He's like singing a song. He's like, to stalk her. <laughs> I like to think that like in For Forever, he just showed up at the house. He was like, hey, I want to talk to y'all. Like he just knew where they lived already. Oh, yeah. Dude. Hey, he was best friends with Connor. Of course but he was. But like, I was watching the scene and I was just like, I like, wow, this is... I hate this. Yeah. This is a real song from the Broadway show. I hate this. And, you and I looked think, really pretty. Uh, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I wish they made it to like cast Evan in a bad light, but they make the song sound like it's this cute, like funny little song. And I love the tune of the song. It's so catchy. But it's so fucking creepy. I think the way it's, they... It's really creepy. 
Like, I, I don't know. You. And, like, this is not, and it's not anyone's fault because it's from the Broadway show. Like, and people are like, well, it's creepy because of Ben Platt's age. And it's like, you have to separate the age from the character because that just doesn't matter. All yeah. the high schoolers in this play or in are this movie are, like, 21, 24. Yeah. Ben just happens to be the oldest. Like, you have to blame it on the character, which is Evan Hansen has been prof... Uh, I can't say a word. He's it's okay. been Well, he's described as, like, the awareness for suicide teens now. Like, I've seen campaign ads that use Dear Evan Hansen as, like, if you feel like you're going to commit suicide. But it's like, Evan is a terrible character. Yeah. He's a terrible person. He's an anti-hero, almost. Like, that's what we're talking about. Like, he's... He's Deadpool. He's Deadpool. Yeah. He's fucking... We said he was Sweeney Todd. Oh, yeah, Sweeney night. Todd. But then we had, like, a little debate on that. I think for this song, too, I think it's one of the worst staged songs in the movie because the whole thing is just either Ben Platt looking back and, like, staring at her or it's just them chasing each other around the table in the middle. It's and a, that's they, really just awkward and creepy to like, me. He's like, where are you going? And then she'll be I'm like, where are you Zoe. going? And he starts following him around. I'm like, what the I, heck? I, I'm going to get you, Zoe. I don't really want to talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't really want to talk about this next one, but I, we have to for the sake of... Oh, is it the anonymous it's ones? Yeah, it's Alana. Like, so... Okay, so is this different? I can't remember. Did Evan go to Alana about doing the Connor Murphy pro? Okay, so it was always No, Alana. it was her because she's like kind of steps in. She doesn't know Connor, but she's like, he was this good guy. And, like, cause she's kind of like this SJW who just wants to, like, start something at the school. Well, and I like how the the song's... I think the song's good. I don't think she should have sung it. But the, what's great about the song is, you know, it does shine a light on how, like, all these kids who look like they got it together are struggling. Yeah. And I, and I love that. But it's just, like, this doesn't work. It doesn't like, work. we cut one of the good... We cut, like, good for you for this. Yeah, and I, I like that they gave Alana more character. I would have mm-hmm. been fine with just a scene and yeah. not a song. You can't do that, like, and also, not give she, Jared one. Also, she walks in the same damn hallway. Yes! I'm getting oh sick of this God. It was filmed at Gilmore High School. That was getting, not. I'm too getting, many hallways. I'm getting <laughs> real sick of Gilmore High School. That's all I'm going to say. What if it was? I, I think, and Chase can obviously talk about it more because he saw the show, but I, I do like that they gave... Evan and Alana a scene together and it's like a mental illness talk and how they can develop their relationship throughout like throughout the movie but the idea of giving them the song and then that it was this specific song and how it I just hate I don't like it and how it like it's supposed to connect them I I don't either I I think like I like the idea of developing her character and their relationship but it I was kind of I was kind of like just get to it and so they finally do get to it because they bring up the Connor Murphy project Evan goes to the Murphys and that's when obviously oh my god I don't remember the mom's name Amy Adams gives Connor his bar wait so is Connor Jewish in the play I think I can't in the play like I can't remember if he's Jewish, but he I gets the... Because gets, he's supposed to go to all these bar mitzvahs. Like, he got his dress up. It's like, all his friends' bar mitzvahs. Oh, yeah, everything. but he didn't get invited. He didn't get invited, so it's just folded up still. So, yeah, he gets a tie. And obviously, during... An ugly tie. <laughs> a very ugly tie. But, like, this is also the part in the movie where you see, like, Evan is starting to become very attached to the Murphys, and he's starting to leave Heidi out the drive. Because Heidi does want to, like, kind of get to know him. And then yeah, there's, he's being a mom. Like she's Heidi, being a mom. Heidi even Heidi even checks in like, hey, like I heard this kid died, and Evan originally goes, I didn't know him really that oh, that well. It was a tribute. And, well, and then Heidi's like, I thought you said you didn't know him that well. Well, he was my best friend. Like I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, my man flips the script. It makes his mom feel so yeah, bad. But she's still happy that like he had a friend. I don't know, man. If I was the mom, I just would have been like, let's sit down. Like what? You're, 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 
little bullshit kid, but... Yeah, and I think she's just afraid of, like, hurting her son's feelings. Because yeah. I think she, you can kind of tell that... The way Julianne Moore plays it, at least, is, like, you can kind of tell that she picks up on the lie a little bit. Well, what did you guys think of... Okay, so a lot of people... And once again, this is critiqued, which I didn't think so. Like, people didn't like the movie version of You Will Be Found. I love Jamorid Keith in that song. Yeah, there's this one guy that sounds just like Jamorid. I actually liked it, and I think it... I think it translated pretty well, because it's just a bunch... It's like how it was... Not, like, exactly how it was, but it's like screens and, like, people posting stuff about it. Well, and I like how, you know, obviously... This is, like, a big moment for Evan, because this is, like, when he kind of finds his Uh self-confidence to give this... Fake speech about a fake friend that he didn't even know, but he's he realizes ins- he's inspiring <laughs> people. And after he sings this song, after he sings this song, he gets like what is that like twenty thousand Instagram followers? Yeah, and then like it's just view- Ben Platt's actual account. I'm just <laughs> the video just slowly gets going like up. three million views or something. I I just realized though I don't know how I feel about them adding characters that are like. Like the bullies, you know what yeah. I mean? But then they make videos on how, like, oh, someone need to hear this. Like, this is so powerful. After, like, you're the ones that bullied I him. think I think that might be the point. That was a little the powerful, ironic. That was the powerful message. But it just seems so one eight. Like, I know, like, Connor committed suicide. Yeah. Obviously, that's the whole plot. But, like, and they don't do that with the stage play because yeah. they're not even in the stage play. It just seems weird that that's, like, the focus, though, is that it's the yeah. people that... Maybe it's just a show of fake contributed. They yeah, the day that could he, be it. The day like they figured out he died, like they were all making videos. Oh yeah, like, they like they took photos in his locker and stuff. Oh so, my like, god. Well, how yeah. about like and then the next scene is obviously they're at the Connor project, and this is the last time we seen Jared. The last time you see Jared is he's helping out with the Connor project, but he doesn't like do anything. I really thought this was gonna be a big moment because he's like he's like we all miss Connor. I was like okay cool mm-hmm. they're gonna set it up to at least an extent of like maybe a talking version of Good for You, mm-hmm. but they didn't do nope. that. Nope. Jair's character's kind of just done until the end. All yeah. right guys, let's go raise money for this apple orchid that Connor loved, even though this he even isn't. though this story sounds bullshit. And Jared, you can kind of tell like even though Jared doesn't get his Good for You moment, which freaking sucks, like. He, everything's pointed at Evan. He knows it's a lie. Like, he's saying all this stuff, but, like, he clearly knows it's a lie. Now, and once again, obviously, songs got cut, but they adapted stuff well. I like how, obviously, they cut to Breaking a Glove, which they can cut that song. Yeah. Especially yeah. they make him a step. And they, but they still opinion. had the little scene. They had the good. scene, and I think it was good that it was, was better. I like how it was more emotional than like just singing. Like it's Larry, and he's talking about how he bought Connor this glove. Yeah, not everyone got, needed a song. Not everyone needed a song. You know, obviously we cut the mom song and we cut the dad song. What we didn't cut was only us. The song about Evan and Zoe falling in love Hold on, there's under a, false pretenses. There is a very, there's a very funny moment when we were watching because Aaron has never like seen the full play. And we we're going to have to describe Aaron for the podcast. What do you... What? He's, uh, he's, he's like another uh, Carl Weezer. South Park. Oh, like oh that's Weezer. what you mean. Oh, my bad. But... Okay, but it's like his first time like watching like the full thing story, and but he knows like the music sort of like, hey, Aaron, this is, the, this is gonna be only us. He's like, so he's about to go do what he wants with Connor's sister, and Aaron went, that's the biggest flex in the whole world, <laughs> pretending to be friends and then just gets with his sister. I'm like, Aaron, that's, <laughs> that's pretty true. funny. Like, dude, I mean, yeah, it's dude, fucked up. What if? What if the play shifts right there and this is just Well like... it kinda did because at the end of Only Us it shows Jared and he, Alana at the Connor project and, and there's like, like no one there and Evan's not there, he's with his sister, and it just shows how much of an asshole he is. How did how did Heidi not know that Evan was going on all these dates with this girl? He went to She was he, working. He she was working, a, yeah. Yeah, but like 
Oh, well, I guess the Murphy's probably bought him that tux that he took her to the dance. Yeah. I, I thought like, that was like a dream sequence. I didn't think that was real was a dream at, first. Sequence at first. And then they're like, oh, they're prom? <laughs> Homecoming? No, all that stuff, all that stuff happened. Yeah, we figured that out because like, but in the middle of the song, we're like, this is a dream sequence. Like, it's in his head. Yeah. No, and then, like, happened. the Ferris wheel, I'm like, oh, it's another dream sequence. Like, it's, it's just cute. And then, oh, no, that actually happened. All right, cool. No, there would have been a scene of him holding, like, two little Zoe's. Every <laughs> every song, oh, my God. Every song Rocking has a cut rings. to them doing something else besides For Forever Now. And that's the song they kind of need it the most, thinking about it now. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I would have loved... And I once again I get it because in Broadway you don't get the you don't get to like you can't do that you yeah can't, you can't show that but like in this specific scene where you could have shown Evan doing all this stuff with Connor it could have mm-hmm. helped but for sure nothing you can do. giving Connor and Evan more of a r- so, fake relationship even if it's not really there yeah. so after yeah. Evan has like evil genius his way into this like relationship <laughs> Zoe invites Heidi over for dinner so when Heidi shows up and starts learning all these stuff about the Murphys I love how like. Ben Platt plays this great because he has his holy shit face on. He's like, yep. I'm screwed. This is it. What What's going to happen? And then the Murphys are like, hey, so our son died. Your son was so great to us, and we know you're having financial troubles. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> quote, unquote. On, so great to us. He didn't really quote, do anything. Quote, unquote, on, so great to us. But he's been so great to us. Oh, gosh. We're going to pay for his college. We're going to pay for his college. And, like, they're like... We hope you accept, and Heidi's like, no, I, I don't want your chair. She gets... So- we have money. We have money. I think he just... In her head, she's probably like, damn, this like little ounce of dignity that like I have loved. Like, I work so hard for you, Evan, and you tell them that like we're broke as shit, and yeah, I'm doing because, everything like, for you. The whole dad and stuff thing, too. That yeah, they- I mean, Heidi declines... Dot, dot, yeah. dot, like a dumbass. Storms yeah, out. Yeah, for real. This, hey, come on. If you were a mom and you were t- you were offered that, like, sure, it's, like, cool for, like, your son, but at the same time, like, no. you're trying so hard. This should have been, been her evil origin story. <laughs> dear, hi- not, dear, no, she not kills Is that yeah. <laughs> She kills Killing him. Evan Hansen. <laughs> That's the second one. So, obviously, this is where, we've mentioned it a lot during the podcast, Dead but Evan this Hansen. is where Good For You would have started off. Which, with Evan and Heidi fighting about, like, Evan's relationship, and then it would eventually go into a song about how Alana calls bullshit on Evan, and how Jared also is just like, you're a terrible person, and Evan's like, oh, yeah, well, you're a terrible person, and Jared's like, I can't believe you would say that. Yeah. Believe- <laughs> I, guess, I guess I see why they didn't do good for you now, because then in the movie, Jared isn't as much of a bad guy, because in the Broadway show, he clearly knows what Evan's yep. doing, because Evan tells him but goes along with it and not like profits off it but like you know whereas he in this one they kind of they kind of just like de- decrease well, yeah, his character Jared, involvement. i mean jared said he's got his brazilian supermodel boyfriend yeah was it a boyfriend or just maybe someone he they were like up someone he they hooked, up with, hooked yeah. up with yeah jared said jared did like some pity work for his family friend so you don't really need to, but still i mean i'm still upset i thought it was a great because it's a great emotional it makes conflict assault. too it creates we, conflict for like what happened we but also they changed to, it all the dialogue and we also get to like see I think it gives more of an emotional crux for looking at Evan as, like, a bad guy. Like, we don't get to... Like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but, like, it doesn't... That song's what really paints him in a bad light, and you're kind of rooting against him at that point in the movie. But in this, it's just, like, his mom telling him off. And well, then, and then, like... I mean, Heidi... Once again, who plays Heidi? Julia uh, Moore? Julia Moore, Moore, yeah, yeah. And, like, once again, people are saying the moms didn't do a good job. She... She, the mom did like probably some of the better jobs. She ate she that shit. She did in that scene. such a good job because 
she played that so well. Her, like, someone wants nothing to do to her. She has no one in her life. Like, this lady is hurt, and you can tell that in the emotions. And she says at the end, like, she still says, I'll see you at home. Like, she still loves him. She just pissed off. Like, yeah. she, like, like that, but, but you don't, like, tell people that, too. Like, you don't tell another family, like, friend thing, like, yeah, we don't have money. I can't go to college. Speaking of pissed off, Alana has now started to call bullshit on Evan because she goes and she reads the emails and she's like, why was he saying he was getting better and then he kills himself? Yeah. And, like, to be fair, <laughs> what a, like, what a actual, like, question. It's like, because Evan's like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I don't know what you want me to tell we were, you. We were in school in June and you have your cast on now. Like <laughs> That should have been a clear, clear thing for Alana. Come on now. But like, I, come on, I, come, I don't know. Yeah, it's. But then well, we get. And what then, schools are still like in and June? For real, dude. I got out like early May. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You couldn't, you couldn't shifted the dates back but, like just a little bit. But Jacob, then we get to hear your favorite song again, "Anonymous One Reprise." Oh my god. <laughs> that kind of that technically in a way replaces. Good for you if you think about it. Like in it, looking yeah, at like, where it is. Because that song about like social anxiety and fitting in really worked well when she decided to expose Connor's suicide note. That's oh, just messed up. You, that's not because they wanted money. I really, that's what they were doing. They just wanted greedy. money. She wants attention. That's the so, whole reason she started the whole thing. So anyway, we didn't. We haven't done a great job of filling in. So they need to get money for the Connor project so they can buy the Apple Orchid and turn it into a Connor Memorial. They're down money. They need something to push it over. So obviously, Alana is calling bullshit on Evan's relationship. Evan, instead of just showing her the email, sends her the actual email, and she looks at it. And Evan goes, if I wasn't really his friend, why would he write his suicide note to me? And so Alana... Being a dick is like, okay, this suicide note is going to get us the money. And so, like, sends it. And, man, talk about chaos. Because, I mean, like... Oh, yeah. That scene where everyone starts checking their phone. I thought that was stupid. I'm just... I'm so, yeah, hold on. Why did everyone get a notification from Alana about this? There's no way everyone in the town just follows and puts their noti- notifications on. Yeah, like, everyone, also- everyone starts judging the Murphys, like, instantly. Like, they're at a grocery store, and everyone, like, starts, starts looking, looking at them. At I was like, sorry. You have to read the full suit. Also, it's not even note. been that long. I'm like, sorry, but my mom is as old as those actress and actors, and I'm sorry. She does not check Instagram like also, that. Also, how um, how popular is Alana for her to post that? And but then to sing about the anonymous... And then also to, to sing about the anonymous one. She's, like, saying that she has mental illness and has, like, social anxiety, but she's, like, that popular that, like, the whole town follows her well she is popular she's but the whole town like parents and stuff like the grocery store everyone's looking at the parents she posted on the connor project yeah i was about to say she posted on the connor page which like everyone's following but like it's only for like five minutes and it just went around everywhere i just don't i mean i guess it's realistic to the point where like people always do blame the parents and a lot of the time stuff like that and i like how alana calls evan she's like evan i made an oopsie whoopsie that's exactly what she says too yeah (laughs) no she said oh yeah I hate Chase. Me and Sean were farting all through this movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jamorid was so farting so, through the just, movie. We got to say this. There's one point where, like, I was like, oh, this is the part where Jared goes, and I farted. And I was like, oh, and also, Alana goes, and then Sean says. <laughs> oh, and then, but Evan Hansen then goes, and then I fart. Let's rattle the couch. Good. Yeah, damn, man. I, I have a little I mean, Yeah, I won't deny it. It's whatever. Well, so, obviously, this is all going out. People are reacting. The Murphys are being, like, freaking, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, they're being harassed by all yeah. these people. And so Evan goes over to check, and I mean, he walks, he walks in on pure chaos. Like, freaking... I like this scene, though. Cynthia is blaming Larry. Larry's bra- blaming Cynthia. Zoe's, like, just like, no, knock it off! Knock it off! Yeah, she didn't know anything about Connor, though. What, this what is one of say? my favorite parts of the movie. Well, and then it's yeah. like, Larry, this whole movie has been called Connor's dad, and then this is the moment where Cynthia is like, you were never his father! Like, damn. That's tough. I've been his father since he was three years old. And then Evan, like, Evan's like, all right, I guess this would be a good time. It's not it's your a, fault. It's not I your fault. I such a mess. <laughs> Evan, Evan admits the truth to words fail. And, like, so what's... F- and this is kind of, like, interesting, which is in the Broadway show, while Evan's admitting it, Cynthia and Zoe walk away, and it's Larry who kicks him out because he... In the play, they have a more of a connection. They have a more connection, but like in the movie, has more of a connection to Cynthia, which makes sense. Cynthia Mm -hmm. kicks him out. She's like, "I think you should leave." It's so sad. I don't. You could probably answer this though, because when he sings, words fail. Is there also dialogue from the family how they're like, "But but you said this in the apple orchard and stuff like that," and then he keeps singing. I thought I didn't know that was. It's in the play too. They expand upon it a little bit in the movie. Maybe this should have been the part where you don't sing Ben Platt. (laughs) Maybe this is the part. Well, I mean, but but we also talked about he made a lot of the songs more conversational than like song because like they wasn't sing like the beginning part where he usually sing like I didn't mean to make it such a mess. He's like I didn't mean to make it such a mess. They just had underscored and he was dialogue like yeah he didn't really like he he didn't like he didn't like (laughs) full out sing until after he was kicked out and then he was like. Oh, dude, when he goes into the woods, the scream, cry, sing, and then he just gets this contorted, like, constipation face at the end. Yeah. Way to go, Ben. I think it (laughs) works. I think that's another one of the things that works better on stage than it does on screen. Because I love the first part of Words Fail. In the second part, I really liked, like, he sounded great. Like, he was acting his face off, but that's... Stage versus screen, like yeah, it's really hard. If you're like watching it on a stage and like you just watch like how the family fell out and how they treated Evan after that, it's so different and it kind of feels more real. Whereas if you're watching a movie and they start cutting it to like always going back when they to put where him in the you... woods, like it was. I think that was because they're like, well, how do we have this big emotional moment? Oh, without let's the connect him there? back and show him what actually happened. Let's show him like screaming in the woods, but it just doesn't make sense because he's still kind of singing to the family. I don't know. Also, it wasn't dark. It was dark. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was dark out. So did he like leave, walk a bit, wait till it was a bit bright out, and then go and run in the or- orchard? Maybe it was, was it in like, the middle of the morning. Who knows? He also had like different clothes on, I think. So I was like, why? Wait, isn't that the wait? Yeah, I know. Damn, I gotta rewatch that scene now because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I was like, this is like days pass, and we're gonna. Sorry, that, that, was, <laughs> that was my watch. Sorry, <laughs> we're gonna change. We're gonna but again, the they do the they song. do the thing, and I I think this one's fine. It, it's a bit of a dissociation, but I think it's fine because they do the thing where they like do cuts to it and they show what actually happened. Like when he like he didn't like he tried fall. to kill himself. He, yeah, he yeah. clearly jumped. Which and then that cuts into the next scene where his mom goes to check on him and he finally he finally admit and this is a great scene. <clears throat> he admits to his mom what really happened, which is he didn't fall out of a tree. He tried to go commit suicide. Yeah. And his mom, this is a big emotional moment because this is when she finally gets to sing a song and it's big, so big, so small, and you. 
see throughout the play that Evan really wanted to have a connection with his dad. Like, even sent him, like, a picture of that baseball yeah. with all the freaking dad players. Dad never responds. Dad never responds. And it turns out, like, even after all these years, it's still taking a pretty big emotional, like, toll on Heidi. And she just tells Evan, you know, like, she's like, that day your dad left, like, you know... I didn't know what to do, and mm-hmm. I still don't know what to do, and I can't lose you. And it's, it's a great moment. That song, I think, was the one that, like, to me emotionally hit me. That I think Julianne Moore killed that song, I, personally. I love the transition from Words Fail into that, because, like, in most shows, I think... This is, like, one thing I think the movie gets right, too, is they didn't, like, make a big cut, because, like, you're already at this, like, heightened emotional state, and then it just, like, hits you over the head with it. And she... I, what I love about the song, she's like, I... I'm still gonna mess up because like I'm your mom like, like and I will and I do like all that like that's that gets me I I shed a little tear mm-hmm. that part I thought it was great and then and then and then we get to the final like final part of the movie which is also known as the big change because it's drastically a little bit different from the stage version which is in the stage version. Nothing happens to Evan. Yeah. The parents don't come forward. They don't tell people the truth. And doesn't it cut to like a year later when he, Evan's at Orchard? He's yeah. like, I work at Pottery Barn now. And he talks and I'm going to Zoe. community yeah. college. Now, in the movie, would change. And like, this is how they tried to redeem. They don't try to redeem Evan, but they try I to make they him. Do, they way. try to like make him pay for what he did. This didn't really yeah. redeem. Yeah. Which is Evan goes on his social media and he admits that, like, I didn't know Connor. You need to stop harassing this family. Like, I've taken advantage of them. And I think it's great. Like, obviously, there's not a lot that happens after it because from this moment forward, Evan is an outsider again. He doesn't talk to anyone. He doesn't associate with anyone. Yeah. But he does He does want to try and get to know Connor better. So he starts trying to reach out to all these people who might have known him. He goes, incident. Yeah. he goes to see, like, I think was maybe like one of his old teachers and he wants to get the no connor through books he likes which that's that that's so (laughs) he opens up a yearbook and first off i never remembered a yearbook that had list of books you read also this guy like (laughs) i think i think the guy is like maybe he's looking at a yearbook and like maybe connor's 10 or like 13 yeah he looks really young what are these books he's into curious incident dog in the night yeah, like advanced I, I books. Think, I think one was a Jack Ryan book. <laughs> I didn't even I th- look at I the book. Maybe one... this is why he's fucked up. Like <laughs> his parents let him read that as a kid. I was just like, I was like, okay, you had me until you didn't. But okay, so the anonymous one sucks. Like that is not a great song. Now a little closer is great. I think it was awesome. I think. So, at this point during the play, Evan's trying to get to know Connor, and you hear a song in the background, which I thought was like, oh, are they playing, like, another song yeah. just in the background? But then it turns out that it's actually a video of Connor from Rehab singing, which Evan is able to get the video, and he sends it out to these families, which it really makes you think, huh, when this whole, like, Connor project thing was going out, why didn't I just send these to the For parents? Real. And- maybe he didn't know him that well. but You know, maybe he didn't know him that well. But so Evan decides to send... Like the video rip to the Murphys, Jared, Alana. Well, I was about to say he sends it to Alana, but then he sends it to Jared, which I thought was so like, I thought it was if they, weird. If they build yeah. Jared more, it would make sense. Like if and, they had a they, they had a falling out, or they gave Jared a reason to like actually do this for Connor, then I would believe it. Because we haven't seen Jared in like forty minutes. No, the, I, I think the last time you see Jared is it's high school graduation yep. and Evan. And Jared take like a picture together, 
which I thought was fun. You know, yeah, Jerry was still and, like, I think we're done now. I and think maybe fun's not the right word, but you you can see that Jerry at least a little bit, a little bit has come to like like Evan a little bit more, even yeah. though he's a psychopathic stalker. But who cares? Mm-hmm. And then after a little closer ends, we finally get to the last meeting of the movie. Evan and Zoe meet again. They actually meet at the Orchid, which Zoe told Evan to come to because she wanted to see it because it does have an impact on his family, her family's lives. And she's even like, I wish we could have met the day. Like, I wish things yeah. could have been differently. And Evan's just like, me too. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why did I do this? <laughs> Filmed in my hometown. You got to represent. Oh, Zoe leaves. And Evan decides to write one last re- letter to himself about how today's going to be good. He he talked about the ending song, like the, like the little party sings. Mm-hmm. And Chase, if you want to talk about it, I, you say you liked it more than the Broadway version. Yeah, I like that he doesn't sing. Like in the in the finale, in the Broadway version, he goes like, he sings for forever a little bit. He's like, all we see is sky for forever. Pretty much that. And yeah. like, like the ensemble sings. But I like that he didn't sing that because like... It just made more sense. I feel like I feel like a little Sing closer, closer. works. A little closer works better for the movie yeah. version because he's gotten to. He's done a terrible thing, but he want like he's trying to get redemption, and he wants to know yeah. Connor, and he seeks forgiveness, and it's you know a little closer. He feels closer to Connor without knowing him. Yeah, and I think mutually, while he effed up this family's life. He was able to give the family like a little bit more of Connor when they. They definitely, sure. they, they even, in a way, he gave him closure. Yeah. And the thing that Chase mentioned while we were watching the film was like, yeah, Evan Hansen isn't a good person. But at the same time, he like indirectly helped a lot of people with yeah. with this Connor project he, thing because a lot of people started speaking up about their illnesses like and he, stuff like that. It's fucked yeah. up because you get this like, there's like this whole like thing about like hyper connectivity with social media and everything. But you get, he does a bad thing, but it has like. As fucked up as it is, it has good results. Mm-hmm. We have said, I, 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 this is so off topic. I usually try to cut f bombs, but I oh, can't. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I've said it. We've said it too much. I'm not editing them out today. So, uh, dear Evan Hansen, congratulations. You're the first f bomb. I mean, it's the scariest movie you said. It's I mean, the scariest. It's horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So here's the real question: Does Evan Han- Does it work as a movie adaption? Because now here's and here's the big thing. All the reviews have been pretty bad. Like, it's thirty percent on Rotten Tomato. Like, you know, IMBD didn't give it a good review, but the audience scores have been pretty good. Which makes me believe that most of the people who are probably seeing this movie didn't see the Broadway version. Yeah. I think these are people. And I'll be honest, if I went into this movie and I didn't see the Broadway show and I didn't know anything mm-hmm. about it, I think I could have enjoyed it more. I think it's the like fact Aaron. that I. I think it's the fact that I knew the Broadway show. That's yeah. why I didn't enjoy it as much as I could have. But I, I think overall, it still adapts the story well. Do some characters get mixed around in mm-hmm. favor of, like, a dumbass song? Yes. yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Jared. You deserve better. I think, like, it works as a movie. And I think a lot of the, the critics of it maybe didn't see the movie as well. Because, like, I think a lot of the problems with, like, Evan being a bad guy just lies in the plot. Like, you can't, like... The, if... If Evan wasn't a bad guy, then like there wouldn't be a movie yeah. or a show. Um, That's the whole plot. Point I think of it the works. Film. I don't yeah. think it's as or good the as show. the Broadway show, but that show has its own problems, and I think they just appear in the movie. Well, at least in the movie, like you know, like because the biggest, the biggest critique of the show is like Evan gets off scot free. Yeah, and people don't mm. like that because the parents 
the the Murphys decide not to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Like they keep that secret, and like Evan appreciates that at the end of the play. Oh, yeah, but thanks, man. But now he gets to live with his guilt. But like, now he gets to live with his guilt, and like as he should, you know. So if you had to ask me, is Evan Hansen a great movie? And I'm gonna, you know, I'm unfortunately gonna say no. Is it a good adaption? I'm in the middle, but is it still like a movie I would suggest to someone? I hate to say it, but yeah, yeah I would, I, I would yeah, still tell would people t- to go watch. You it. You were telling us to go watch it. Yeah, I, for like I'm a week. A, you're like, guys, you you gotta watch. It. I'm not like, gonna lie. I'm a sucker for like any like coming of age movie. And the guy that directed this did Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, as well, same I didn't director. Know that. Yeah, I don't know that. Either. And you can like kind of see. Maybe if the there would have been a little bit more drug influence on this movie. I yeah, you could like. I'm just a sucker for movies like that. So even though I can like recognize its faults, I, it still gets me. It still got to I me. I don't know. I wish they would have shown a little bit about Connor. Now, like, like Connor and Jared needed more. In my Connor opinion. and Jared needed a lot more. Actors were too good. To Connor, know. Connor needed a lot more. And I like, I would have liked a subplot where here's a great subplot in the book. Connor's gay. What if Connor had a secret boyfriend no one knew about, and he starts calling bullshit on Evan. And then that's that's more of like a that's more of a conflict than Alana, yeah. Alana who's Alana, just let's really throw this. It, you know what? Loaded. You know what Evan? You know what Evan really had to do with Alana? He he. All he had to really be like was, well, he was my friend and not yours. So do I have yeah. to explain myself? Alana's and, literally a plot device. That's they wrote her as a plot device. Not a very good. Not one. a good one either. But I'll say this: the actress is great. Yeah, the, she made me she not good, like yeah. the character. I here's one thing I'll say about the movie. I was like, I don't have any complaints with like the performances themselves. Like everyone, like mm-hmm. they had to carry kind of a weaker script, and they, I think they did a pretty good job. So with that, I mean, that's Dear Evan Hansen. Unless you have that's anything it. else to say, I mean, uh, I guess the only thing I'd say about it is that like I have my issues with it, especially with when it comes to like stuff they took out and stuff they put in. Because, yeah. like, I like A Little Closer, but I don't like Anonymous ones. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have kept most of the other songs in it. But I do think, overall, I think you hit the nail on the head, uh, or nail on the coffin, I don't know the saying, Jacob, where it's like, it's not a great movie. I'm also in the middle of it, calling it a good adaptation, but I would definitely recommend to someone to watch it. It's going to be like a guilty pleasure movie for me. I can feel it. Because I, I can recognize its faults, but I really enjoy it. I'm going to watch it again. I, I'm I for sure going to watch it again. All I review is shit. all right well for jake's review corner i'm jacob daniel i'm sean tormey and i'm chase sumner all we see is sky for forever i watched a shitty movie with some guys for forever (laughs) we won't be all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna keep that